Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. This is Tom Wallace. Yesterday, I began talking to you about the uprisings in Europe. Europe is in lots of trouble with all the immigrants, the Muslim immigrants that have been coming into their countries. Uh, It started back after World War II. You know, the infrastructure of Europe was destroyed by all the carpet bombing by uh, Germany and the Allies fighting back. And so they had to rebuild, but they didn't have the men to do it because many were killed in the war. So France and Spain turned to their neighbors of North North Africa, Morocco, Tunisia, Libya. Guess who they were? Muslim. Germany turned to the old Ottoman Empire, to the Turkish. And guess who they were? Muslim. England turned to the old uh, colonies of uh, India, Pakistan, uh, Bangladesh. Guess who they were? Muslim. For decades, Muslims have been pouring into their country as immigrants. They tell you the truth, the English didn't expect them to stay. They told the people, get along with them, we need them, but they won't be here forever. Well, they, they, they stayed. And now we know of chain migration. You bring in one immigrant and 87 cousins follow them. When I lived in England, we used to visit uh, London. This was before I really was paying attention what was going on. But jokingly, I we would play the game Spot the Brit. Find a real British person here in London. Seems like uh, everyone here is a foreigner. That was 20 years ago. Today in England, the first graders, second graders, now third graders were three years in. Uh, 50% of the London schools are Muslim kids up through the third grade now. Uh, the most popular name for a baby boy in Britain has been Muhammad. That's been true for over 10 years. Many other European countries, it's true there as well because of the birth rate. Uh, the English, the non-Muslims are not having kids. In fact, we kill them in the womb. Hmm. And they'll have five, six per wife. And they're allowed up to four wives. Just do the math. The papers Man, the first time I read this had to be 10 years ago. They were predicting in England and in many other European countries there'll be more Muslims than non-Muslims by the year 2040. That's not too far away from us now. And as a result, though, not only have they brought in all these foreign immigrants, and I'm not against foreign immigration. I, I lived most of my life as a foreigner, as an immigrant, in someone else's country, 29 years of my life. Uh, was overseas. Uh, I see the value in immigrants, but I also see the value of assimilation and respect for the country that you now call home. And but but they didn't expect these people to assimilate. You know, we used to say of America that America was the melting pot of the world. Well, we were. But what does it mean to melt? It means to merge, melt into, become. One of us, come here to America, be an American. Go to Canada, be a Canadian. This hyphenated America, oh, don't get me going. You know, I'm an African-American. No, if if you're an American, be an an American. I'm a Chinese-American. No, be an American. I I don't call myself a European-American. Well, as a result of all this, the people of these lands are starting to say enough is enough. 
the nation of Holland elected uh, Gert Wilders, who's been warning of these problems, saying, hey, we need to break with, uh, with the EU like England did. That's why England had Brexit. The number one reason why Britain pulled out of the EU is because they had lost control of their borders. The EU was opening up, gave them open borders to whoever wanted to come in. And they didn't expect people to assimilate. And that's one thing that England still hasn't figured out yet about assimilation. If people come, welcome them, but welcome them to assimilate. But they bring with them Islam. And that's going to be the big problem. I saw this on the internet. This um, um, Jewish girl was in a debate with someone and said, okay, let's play a game. You know, they're talking about the violence from uh, from Israel, as if Israel are villains. He said, let's play a game. You name one Jewish um, a terrorist group. You, you, you name all the terrorist groups that you know that are Jewish, and I'll name all the Islamic terrorist groups that I know. And she goes on, Hamas, Boko Haram, um, uh, Hezbollah, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and so on there. You know, the other person saying, hang, hang on, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait, uh, you know, trying to, trying to get one, come up with one. There are no Jewish terrorist groups. You, you can't name one because they don't exist. But we could name dozens and dozens and dozens of Islamic terrorist groups. There should be a clue to us. Um, that Islam is the center of this. And not all Muslims, I get, uh, in a please no, not all Muslims are taught the truth of Islam. Uh, thankfully, we can be thankful for that. But those who are acquainted with the true teachings of Islam and want to be a faithful Muslim will uphold the ideology of terrorism, of Hamas, and the destruction of Israel. And this ideology has been permeating throughout Europe and here in the United States and Canada and so on. And uh, and it's bringing with it its fruits. I read about, about yesterday of all the citizens of um, Germany, of all, the, you know, 48,000 crimes of German nationals by the immigrants that they brought in just last year. Um, and... Uh, and they're seeing statues here just, just this last week. One of their churches was desecrated. The statue of uh, Jesus was beheaded. The head of Jesus was cut off and Mary's hands were cut off. Um, there was a stabbing just recently in Dublin. A Muslim attacked a mother and three children that were coming out of their nursery school, stabbed them. The girl may be dead. The the um the government doesn't want to report on it. They're very tight-lipped. I had to call people in Ireland to say, what's going on? Because, you know, the news is not quite telling us what's happening. But the people of Ireland have erupted in in protest and uh, in riots because they've, they've had enough. They've had enough. Uh, Germany, just last week, a um, uh, an immigrant screaming, Aloha Akbar, um, holding a knife. And uh, and trying to slash people there at an asylum center, Austria, a Muslim migrant with a screwdriver disrupts a mass in a church there. And again, you know, the Europeans trying to act like there's nothing wrong here. They can't find a motive. 
<laughs> uh, why would this guy do that? Why would this Muslim come into a church with a screwdriver and threaten yelling Allah Akbar and threatening murder and death there? Hmm, they can't figure out why he would do that there. France, let's turn to France for a moment. Uh, just this last week, they uh, they reported that the that Arabic, the number of Muslims now living in France, that Arabic is the second widely most spoken language in the country, that they're now putting it on their road signs. The road signs now are going to be in, in French and Arabic. You know your country's in trouble with assimilation problems when you no longer have uh, your national language uh, just as the sign on, you know, on your road signs. I remember in England going to public schools, walking in there, and I remember the first time I saw it, English and Arabic and uh, Urdu because of, you know, many of the Muslim immigrants were coming from Afghanistan and and uh, Urdu speaking. And so they were putting on languages on their signs in the school for their students because there's so many foreign speaking there. Um, back to, to France, there was just recently a stabbing by the Eiffel Tower where a Muslim immigrant stabbed a German tourist and another woman there by the Eiffel Tower. Um, in Paris, a Muslim with a knife and a hammer screaming Allah Akbar murders uh, a, a person and attacks two others in Paris. Separate attack. You know, it's just, it goes on and on and on. It wasn't long ago, three years ago, I remember reporting on a school teacher who was killed as he left his uh, his school. His name was Samuel Patty back in 2020. He was stabbed and murdered to the uh, to death by six uh, students, six Muslim students. That is about ready to go to trial. Three years ago, the crime occurred, and these six are now getting ready to go to trial. What was the crime? What was it? What 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 offended these Muslims so much? He brought up the story of the Muslim cartoons in in um, in Denmark. Remember the Danish cartoon story that's now almost ten years old, I think. And um, and uh, and he was talking about how freedom of speech, which is a value of the West, this is part of the assimilation. Thing I'm talking about that we ought to have the 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 freedom of speech and protect it, even if it's offensive. And he showed how non-offensive these cartoons were. He actually showed the cartoons that was published in the newspaper, which they were non-offensive. They really were. I mean, um, it's just like you know, how could you get so upset about about these cartoons? They really were not offensive, but. The very fact that they will not permit um, the truth of this story to come out. Uh, again, more murders occurred, and this uh, 
happened here just in France. Well, that trial is coming up here soon. And, um, and so, you know, th- there's been an uprising now in the European world and here in America of the pro-Palestinian movement. And our young people are not being informed. They have been indoctrinated by the Islamic thinking that Israel is the villain and the Palestinians are the victims when the truth is just the opposite. Israel has, on many occasions, given many considerations and efforts to try to bring peace to that region, and the Arabs reject it every, every time. There's no reason why they should live in the hardship that they're living in. What makes it worse for them is Hamas. It's not Israel. Israel makes the lives of Arabs better. There are over 2 million Arabs that live in Israel, and their lives are free. They have education. They have wealth. They have opportunity. They have every freedom that the Israelis have in Israel. But that con- but that's not returned. In the Arab worlds, Israelis, Jews, do not have freedom. The lies have been told to our young people, and they need to know the truth. They need to understand what's going on. And so we need to rise up and help our young people to know the truth and educate them. That means we need to be educated and we need to take a stand and be salt and light in our community. Well, we're going to have to stop here. and That's going to be it for this week. We hope that you'll join us again next Monday at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.